0: Welcome once again to Latos Law. Here's Steve Leto. A bunch of people, including Troy, sent me this story. Thank you very much. County shuts down a woman's thriving small business for infuriating reason. I don't really have a business anymore, she says. Tina Danes wrote this for Yahoo News. Palm Beach County, Florida, is making commercial worm composting illegal because it says it owns the trash of the residents. So wait, what? <laughs> This woman originally founded her worm farm and community composting business in partnership with the local food bank in 2015 in an attempt to reduce food waste. So the woman thought, wait, a lot of food goes to waste even at the food bank, so I'm going to find a way to recycle that and put it to good use. So she would take the expired food from the food bank, and use it to feed worms in a composting situation she had going on there. And the worm droppings or castings would create fertile soil, which could be utilized as an eco-friendly fertilizer. This is known as vermicomposting. Eventually, she started serving local residents who could opt into her program. She would pick up the waste at her customers' properties. But that all came to a halt recently When she received a phone call from the county's Solid Waste Authority telling her that what she was doing was illegal, she had no right to be taking waste from her neighbors, even if they agreed to do it. And so she's been forced to close down her operations. She spoke to the Palm Beach Daily News and said whether or not it's on the curb or in your house, if it's trash, it's property of the Solid Waste Authority. So here's the thing. If you put it in your garbage can, or whatever your waste receptacle is, and take it down to the curb for them to pick up, I would agree with you that, yeah, that right there could belong to the Solid Waste Authority. And I will liken this to another situation I remember. I remember living in a neighborhood where they recycled everything in separate containers, including metal. And there were people who go around at night and grab all the metal out of the metal containers, And if you talk to people who do the recycling, they'll say, well, the metal was one of the places that they actually made money because they could recycle the metal. So when someone comes by and grabs the metal recycling out by the curb, it was hurting the company that had bid on the contract to do that. But there's a difference here because she's saying these people weren't putting it out by the curb. They were saving it for her and giving it to her separately. And she says that the Solid Waste Authority called her and said, you can't do that. Because the waste that these people have belongs to us. And the question is, at what point does it become the property of the Solid Waste Authority? And if an attorney were to get involved in this and litigate this, I have a sneaky feeling that a judge is going to say, you know something, until they put it out by the curb, it belongs to the owners who created it. You'd think. Otherwise, I could leave it in my living room or kitchen, and call the Solid Waste Authority and say, hey, come get your waste out of my kitchen. No, it's got to be done by the curb. Why? So the county told the woman that it burns the county's organic waste, and they do that to generate electricity that powers 88,000 local homes. And so the woman says, apparently my little composting operation could affect the county's ability to do that. I don't really have a business anymore. Now Palm Beach County incinerates its collected waste. This type of waste management causes air pollution and releases toxic gases. Meanwhile, one of the safest methods for managing organic waste is, of course, the composting we're talking about. So the result, which is highly fertile worm droppings, offers an alternative to conventional fertilizers and pesticides, which of course, can contaminate soil and water. Impact of fertilizers is often long-term and cumulative. According to the Occupational Health and Safety, exposure to fertilizers may increase the risks of developing cancer in adults and children. It could also adversely affect fetal brain development. So the question is uh, whether this woman can get her business back. She launched a change.org petition, which you can sign to ask the county to reconsider its policy. Uh, and you can look up her name is Karichi, C-O-R-I-C-H-I. And, um, it's, it's just a strange story because at what point does it change hands? And this is the kind of thing I understand that most people have never stopped to think about at what point does the garbage not belong to you, but we've all seen people digging through garbage. And I remember as a little kid, I had a paper route, I'd be out at you know, five o'clock in the morning before the garbage got picked up. And once in a while, you'd see something sticking out of a garbage can. You're like, Hey, they're throwing that away. And I'm not you know, saying I spent a lot of time trash picking, but I've known so many people who saw something by the side of the curb and they grabbed it instead of letting it go to wherever the garbage goes. And I do recall reading law school cases where the police came by and dug through someone's garbage looking for something. And they find something in there and then they use that against the person in a trial of some sort. And the question then is, did they need a warrant to go through the garbage? Would you need a warrant to go through the garbage? Because once someone takes it and puts it down at the curb, aren't they throwing it away? Isn't that in that sense, like they're relinquishing their ownership of it, they're giving it up, they're, they're, they're abandoning it, for lack of a better word? And, and these things have been litigated, I believe, all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court at one time or another. And so the real question, though, here is she's saying, I'm not grabbing it from the curb, I have people call me and say, come take it from me. And so then she goes up and she gets it from them, but they've, they have not put it into the stream of garbage yet. <laughs> it's not a stream of commerce, really. <laughs> they haven't put it in the stream of garbage yet. And so it sounds to me like here the county's overstepping its bounds because they cannot own it while it's still in my kitchen or living room, as I said earlier. <laughs> hey, you put your garbage, where you put your garbage, I'll put mine where I want to put mine, Okay. But I have to tell you, and I hope my friend doesn't mind me telling the story, but I've got a very good friend uh, who went to law school a couple years before I did. So he took the LSAT, which is the law school admissions test that they use to help figure out whether or not you should be admitted to law school. So they look at your undergraduate grades, they look at your LSAT score, they look at a couple other things, and then they decide whether they're going to let you in or not. And I was talking to my friend about the LSAT because I hadn't taken it yet. And he said, okay, well, you know, there's two, you know, a couple different sections of the test, uh, but there's two primary things. And one is the standardized test. You know, you fill in the blanks and, and, and you know, we pick the, you know, which answer is correct thing. And the other part is an essay, but the essay is not graded. They, how do you grade an essay, right? So, but they will include the essay with your scores to schools who request your scores because they, they don't trust you to send in your own scores. The school requests the scores from the test administration company. And so they'll include the essay. So if somebody's really on the fence about whether they're going to let you in or not, they can glance at your essay and get an idea of, of you know, your thought processes and how your brain works. And if you write well, that's a plus because attorneys spend a lot of time reading and writing. writing. Okay, And so the essay is usually just one question, and it's usually a question with no correct answer. But they'll tell you here's our fact pattern, here's the question, write your answer. And so what you're supposed to do there is figure out really what the issue is, pick a side, and then write a convincing argument for that side, and then and then write some stuff pointing out why you didn't go the other way. Flaws in the other side of the argument. But again, these are usually things that can go either way. And so the essay question that my friend encountered the year he took the LSAT actually had the question about uh, the garbage gets hauled to the curb and the local police uh, have a hunch that the person in the house is up to no good and they dig through the trash and they find incriminating evidence in there and they go to trial and at trial the man's attorneys say uh, that should be uh, suppressed because they didn't have a search warrant to go through my garbage. And so there's two obvious sides to that. And one obvious side is that, well, do you have an expectation of privacy in your garbage? And uh, I can see why some people would say, I think it's wrong if my next-door neighbor comes down every single day and digs through my garbage just to, like, read my mail, uh, just to poke around to see what's in there. That, that, that would bug me. That would bug me. But is that a big enough annoyance to where it becomes a constitutional issue if the police do it? And a lot of people would still say yes, they would. My friend and I were discussing this, and I said, so which side did you take? And he goes, oh, I went with the, with, with, with the other alternative. <laughs> go, what was that? And now my friend's undergraduate degree is in philosophy. And he said, I took the Marxist approach, and I argued that people can't own anything. You don't own anything. No one owns anything. Therefore, when it's out at the curb, I don't own it. You don't own it. The police don't own it. No one owns it. <laughs> And he wrote this beautiful essay <laughs> explaining that. And um, the funny thing about that is, looking back on it now, I have a sneaky feeling that helped him. Because I assure you that the people who read the exam answers, the essay answers, are going through there and they're getting the guys, are going, you know, on the one hand this, on the other hand that. Uh, I think it's wrong because of this. I think it's wrong because of that. I have a sneaky feeling that my friend's essay was probably the only one that raised that argument, or if it wasn't the only one, it was one of like a handful of people who decided to go, wait a second, (laughs) I have a third alternative here. And so he got into a very good law school. He got into a very good law school. I don't know if that played into it or not, but it certainly didn't hurt. So there you go. But here, the woman had a business, composting, using the waste of her neighbors. And the county called her up and said, You don't own that waste. We do. Even if they hand it directly to you, you're stealing it from us. And that, to me, is crazy. So Troy and everybody else, thanks for sending it from Yahoo News. Tina Daines wrote that. County shuts down woman's thriving small business for infuriating reason. I don't really have a business anymore, she says. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. A committee is a group that keeps minutes and loses hours.